Hey Vikes, I'm Miss Dominie. I'm with the Brown High Norseman Broadcast and Podcast, and I'm here today with Derek Ramsey. Um, thanks for being with us, Derek. Absolutely. So, the Vikings had a great win during homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, how did y'all feel going into homecoming? It's It's been an up and down year so far, as have the past couple years, so... We go in with a sense of confidence, but we have to stay humble and we can't let ourselves get too big. It's like my coach likes to say, we can't get too big, we can't get too small. We have to kind of stay level. So, yeah, we can't let our heads get too big. And it was it was a we need to win this mindset, but nothing's given to us. So what positions do you usually play? I play wide receiver and I punt. Okay. And I know, like, just I've listened to several of the games on the on the radio and things like that, and the announcers have been pretty excited about your punting. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's been something that I kind of did for fun, seventh grade, just because nobody else wanted to do it. And so I was like, hey, this could be good. And I got better and better at it. And so last year I got first team all district, just kind of out of the blue. wasn't really my goal. I wasn't focused on that, but it happened. And then this year I've had some pretty good opportunities and I've made some big punts. And so it's it's looking pretty good this year too. So what's why do you like punting? It's a great question. I don't – it's just fun to see the ball fly through the air and you, you make a big impact on the game. Not a lot of people give credit to special teams, but they make a big impact on the game. One One – bad kickoff or one muffed punt can change the like change the whole momentum of the game and it, we've gotten several uh punts that have been muffed and I, I think I can remember four or five right just off the top of my head and so that's that's made a big impact on the game and so that feeling of having an impact on the game with something super simple is is probably why I love it so much what's the hardest part about putting <sighs> there's a lot of pressure um, and I've learned to tune that out to an extent, but you, like, if you, if you miss it by a little bit, you, you shank it and it goes 10 yards and you did nothing, but uh, having people running at you full speed, making, have, making sure everything is right with the drop, it's, it's, it's pressure is what gets you, but if you're able to tune that out, then it's, it's pretty straightforward from there. So... Are there any specific ways you've you've kind of learned to tune that out through the years? Um, it's just confidence. Having confidence in my abilities, my teammates. Having confidence in teammates is a big thing. If you can't trust them, then you're too worried about what's going on around you instead of getting the punt off in the first place. But, um, yeah, confidence is a big part of focusing and – my dad always tells me, he's, he says, here and now. So it's always like whatever may have happened in the last play or whatever will happen the next play, you've got to focus on the here and now. And so yeah, that, that really focuses my mind on, okay, we've got to get this done, and then we can focus on what's next. Yeah, I mean, that, that comes into play a lot in football. You see, you know, wide, we'll talk about you being a wide receiver, but a lot of times they start running for the kick, make the catch mm-hmm. and yeah, you, exactly. you drop the ball yep. and you got, you got to do one thing for the other. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about you at wide receiver a little bit. Um, how long have you been playing wide receiver? Uh, since seventh grade. It's, that's been my position since seventh grade. What do you like about it? I love getting the ball. 
I love getting the ball. I love just running around all over the field. Um, and a lot of people don't give credit to the the linemen. They don't they don't get the ball. They don't, but they they make our jobs possible. And so, like quarterback and receivers, they get all the credit. And we do like we do the work. We get the touchdowns. But they they're the behind the scenes. They're they're protecting us. And so, it's you feel like you're directly impacting the game is why I love it so much. You get you get to catch the ball, you run, you score. It's it's a direct impact and less behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But I do you do have to give credit to those big guys that make it all possible. And our O line seems to be doing a lot better than I know they struggled a lot last year. Um they seem to have kind of closed ranks and yeah, we've, really pulled it together. We lost a lot of size. We had Last year, our O-line, everybody was over 300 pounds at least. This year, we don't have anybody over 300. And so that change was it's – a, it's a big difference in how you approach things. And so there was a learning curve, and that's that's evident in our record so far. But since district, we've really figured out how things need to go together for it to work. So – Okay. I know um, the other, one of the other wide receivers is Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I've taught him for a while, so I'm, I, I love the kid. Yeah. Um, and he's a great player. Um, but he went out mm-hmm. during homecoming games. So mm-hmm. how did how did that, when he went out, how, like, did that change your mindset? What did, what did, what went through your mind? Yeah, so that's, that's my dog. I, I love Tyson. He's, he's an exceptional kid. He's an exceptional player. Uh, he gets it done on and off the field, and so seeing seeing someone like him go down with an injury, you know that it, it's something serious because he's he'll put everything away to be on that field, and so I knew that I'm the next guy up, and I need to um, embrace that position. And before that, I didn't I didn't get the ball a whole lot, but I I had to embrace that that role of being a teammate and uplifting everybody around me. And so when it was my turn to actually contribute in the same light that Tyson does, um, it's pressure. It, it's certainly a big weight, not necessarily a bad weight, but you have to, you need to perform. And so, um, yeah, you just have to have that next man up mentality. You gotta, you gotta go out there, you gotta perform. And luckily that's what happened. And, it w- it was all for him. Like, you don't want you don't ever want to see a guy like that go down. It it just breaks your heart. And um, I need to I have to embrace that role for the rest of the season now. But yeah, he's everything's for him. The rest of the season's for him. And so having that drive that um, like you, you, it's uh, it's everything for him. You you can't you can't go out in that field without thinking about man. He's I know he wishes he could be out here, but I know he's going to support us and we're going to support him through the journey. So it's. Well, I mean, and, and the way things turned out, I mean, I think that, that really what you, you're saying showcases how you are as a team Mm -hmm. and the relationship that you and Tyson Mm -hmm. have. Um, and knowing that, you know, yeah, you want to, you know, you want to win for you, but you also want to say, you know, I have your back Mm -hmm. and if you're not there, I'm going to be there, Absolutely. you know, and, and trying to fill those, those shoes. Absolutely. Um, and you did a pretty good job of that at homecoming. 
Um, so, so talk a little bit about uh, your touchdowns and receptions uh, after Tyson went out, especially. Well, I mean, I went out there and he told me that I got it. It was my turn. So I had to go out there and perform. And we ran every time we scored, we ran the same play. And so it was lack of adjustment by the defense and just taking advantage of that, that lack of adjustment. And so it was, it was very simple. Nothing, nothing special, nothing superhuman about it. It was just pass and catch and the rest was history. So how did you feel after that first touchdown? It felt amazing being able to, like that was, that was my first touchdown all season. And so being able to not only score in a homecoming game, not only score in um, in the name of somebody that you care about and that is just only able to watch from the sideline, but it's all it all means a lot to a lot of people. And alumni come out for homecoming, and so you have all these fans watching you, and it's it's a huge pressure. But once you score, it's it takes the weight off your shoulders. It, it feels amazing. So going into the the end of regulation play, um, what was going like? What was the the talk of with the team on the sidelines? Like it's it zero zero. You we we won the toss, so that was that was a big factor in knowing what we needed to get done. And so our defense went out there and they needed to get a stop and they did it was a kick is fine field goal is fine because we that le- that leaves us the opportunity to either at least tie it or get the win so but our mentality is always to win and so defense did their job and then offense all offense had to do was do their job and we went out there Isaiah did an amazing job all game he definitely deserved that MVP um, he's up for MVP of whatever week we're on <laughs> but um yeah he definitely deserves that that title and he he really made an, an impact on the game and scoring the winning touchdown that was awesome and it's because there's always that in the back of your mind like man this could have all been for nothing like made it through four quarters and it could go either way and so it's hearts pounding and you just gotta go out there and perform yeah I mean oh. those kind of games I mean they take years off your life but <sighs> They're some of the most fun, uh-huh. um, you know, that, that you knowing that that chance at heartbreak is there mm-hmm. just makes that victory so much better. Yeah. Um, and you know, y'all really do seem to be clicking as a team this year, mm-hmm. you know, working on both having a running game and a passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, cause anytime you can do that as a dual threat, it makes it harder mm-hmm. on the defense. Exactly. Um, so, you know, w- with, Teams having to worry about y'all with passing and and, and Boone's arm seeing seeming like it's doing really well, mm-hmm. um, and then Isaiah Nuttall uh, just being a freight train mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> through the middle. Um, you know, I, I know it, it takes. It's usually not till his like third or fourth person who hits him <laughs> that he goes down. Um, so how are y- y'all have a big game? Y'all have bye week this mm-hmm. week, and bye then week. Um, y'all have a big game coming up. How? You know what are y'all doing to prepare for that game, and why why is it such a big game? It's it's nothing special. I mean, it is a special game, but preparation is nothing different. We don't change our routines. We don't change our mindset. It's it's us versus everybody, and so why why is just another game um, in the big picture? And so going in, it's 
it's it's for it's for number one. So there's pressure, there's there's anxiety, there's all sorts of emotions going on because Brian's in a position right now where the goal is very much in sight. We can see it and there's a couple ways we can get there, but we need to take the easiest one, just win out, and that's that's the easiest way to get there. We don't, we want to determine our own destiny in that one. We don't want to let numbers and statistics and stuff determine where our path is. Um, and we think right now that the magic number is three. So we beat Weiss, that's, that's competition, and then head-to-head comes into play. And so I love that. But preparation is work hard, like eat, sleep work football it's all it's all football right now and so I think that's a great mindset to have going into it because you know it does need to just be another game stay out of your head Mm -hmm. um but how do you do that how do you how do you because I mean you know that they're the team to beat Mm -hmm. um and Temple played them last week played them close and and it was close close. and I mean we beat we beat Temple handedly Mm -hmm. which was also exciting Mm -hmm. yeah um to beat, especially beat Temple in Temple. In Temple. Um, so knowing that they play Temple played them real close, mm. um, you know, I know, it, which is good because I mean you want to you you don't want the guys out there feeling like oh we don't have a chance, mm-hmm. but you also don't want them like too hyped up on the yeah. other side either. So how do you find that middle ground? Like this is just another game that we're gonna go out there and play. Yeah, it's that. That mindset I talked about earlier, never get too high, never get too low. And uh, we were humbled really, really early with Burnham and Huntsville that we played Huntsville last year. We played a horrible game and this year we did it again. And Burnham, we beat them last year and this year we didn't perform as well. And so um, we we learned really quickly that it's, it, you, you can't compare to last year um, in this game. It doesn't it doesn't carry over because then you start getting too high. And th- then you get humbled really quickly. Um, so our mindset has had to change to this is like they're good. Everybody's a good team. Everybody can potentially beat us. But we have to know that we're the better team. And we have to stay stay humble, stay confident. And so we, that middle ground comes with a balance of that. And there's no there's no reason to beat ourselves up or like think we don't have a chance or think that we're gonna absolutely kill them but because that that's where trouble happens then you you either give up you give you give up either way because you know it's like oh this is easy we don't need to try or yeah they're gonna beat us anyway so why try it's but yeah definitely having that that middle ground is good so how do y'all build like how do y'all build the family atmosphere on that football field because you know and a lot of times people who who don't care for sports they don't mm-hmm. get why sports are so special you know we talked to tyson yeah. last year after his grandfather passed away mm-hmm. four and, touchdowns against and Brenham. he just he performed great mm-hmm. and you know he he was like it was for my grandpa mm-hmm. and and being out on that field it was the first time my grandpa had gotten to see me play mm-hmm. in years you know and you saying you know it's for tyson mm-hmm. like we wanted why why can sports do all of that for someone it it brings people together more than many things in this world because you're all you all have a common goal and you're around each other all the time there's nothing 
there's nothing that should separate teammates and there obviously there's conflict we're human beings and there's arguments and stuff like that but at the end of the day we're all family we're a brotherhood and so that extends beyond the team that extends to family members that extends to coaches that extends to the coaches kids being out there and being ball boys and stuff like that like you you build a relationship with each and every one of those people and that means way more than the game like the score it's as long as you have those relationships at the end of the day, then it's a win. You, yep. It's it's a family It's a family game. I mean, I think that's what's one of the things that's so special about high school sports because I think also people, just in a short-sighted kind of way, don't realize that there's pretty fast turnover mm-hmm. in high school sports. You know, I mean, it's a lot of juniors and seniors. Well, so you have people playing with each other for two, maybe three years, mm-hmm. and then it's a new set of te- mm-hmm. teammates. Exactly. Um, so that's that. That can be really hard, and, and so you know, building those relationships and helps you know you have each other's backs, mm-hmm. and that you're there for each other. And there's always there's always those guys that you had last year, and majority of your teammates are gone, and you have to use those remaining relationships to build up again, and that ability can really help a team go far. If if everybody's playing for themselves, then mm-hmm. you're not a team. But if everybody has everyone's back then that's how that's how teams become special and so how how's it i mean because you you move into a leadership role pretty mm-hmm. fast too mm-hmm. um you know you come onto the team you're you're the young guy mm-hmm. but you become the old guy really fast um so as as an old guy now um what's it like uh you know kind of co- trying to coach up the people who will follow behind you mm-hmm. um a lot of those guys they're they have a lot of untapped potential and their attitudes aren't quite where they need to be, and there's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of anger built up from whatever the situation may be, maybe not playing enough, all that. But the goal, especially with um, Tilu, um, we're working on. He's a, he's a great player. He has great potential. He's he shows the numbers and and he beats himself up really easily though, and so. Um, with something like that, we have we encouragement. We have we actually, we make him hug Coach Snead every time he's angry, <laughs> and he gives him a hug. That's and great. They, they talk it out, and so um, that's just an example because I know he he knows the situation too, and he knows that it's helping. But the past few games, he's really his his spirits have really been higher, and even like even though they're wins, like everybody's spirits are higher, but. Even in the, in the times of failure or things aren't going our way, it's a hug can go a long way. And so keeping those spirits up is really the biggest thing with those young guys Yeah, because they get down on themselves really fast. They get down on the team, and they don't, they don't have a smile on their face. Even when you're losing, you got to have a smile on your face. You have to have confidence. You can be angry, but you have to take that out on the field, not on, not on your teammates, not on your coaches. And, yeah. so. and just, just knowing how to – you know, Pat, you go go and drop passes. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. Exactly. Um, I mean, I know Tyson gets frustrated. He was telling me the other day, it's like it touched my hands. Mm-hmm. I should have caught it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have to learn how to let that go so you can go catch the exactly. next one. Exactly. Next play mentality. Um, exactly. And so, I know. Just one more question. I know that for both you and Tyson. Um, Yes, faith plays a big role mm-hmm. in in your decisions and and mm-hmm. the way that you walk in your life. Um, how is that kind of for you transposed on the field? Yeah, it's um, 
it's all for our faith. It's all for um, just we know that God's looking over us, and so everything needs to be for Him. And so that's been a big part of me and Tyson's life is playing for the Word, playing through Him, because without Him, no, nothing's possible. And so we go out on the field, and we're lucky to be on the field. We're lucky to put on the uniform every Friday. It's Nothing's guaranteed, and so we put, leave it all on the field because we don't know if tomorrow is guaranteed. Um, but yeah, faith, having faith in God, having faith in the game is really a good way to keep your confidence up, way to keep your spirits up in times of trial and tribulation. But yeah, faith is a huge part of the brotherhood aspect and remaining faithful to your teammates, remaining faithful to what your coaches are telling you. And so it's it's a mindset. Faith, faith is a mindset on and off the field. Well, Derek, I appreciate you talking with us today. Absolutely. And uh, enjoy your bye week and then kill them next week. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Thanks. <laughs>